Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the Riverdale After Show, we'll be breaking down season four, episode one, chapter 58, in memoriam. Riverdale says goodbye to one of their own. Let's do this. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Hey everybody, welcome to the Riverdale After Show, back once again, season four. Holy cow, Uh, I can't believe we've made it this far, we're still doing it. I'm your host, Frank Moran. And I'm Katie Walski, hey guys, so happy to join the panel. Oh, happy to have you, Katie. Uh, you know, I mean, this is all, we're all building on the legacy of the, uh, our founding father, Ben Bateman, we all know that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in fact, he's uh, going through some surgery uh, very shortly, so... I uh, hope everything goes well and get better soon, Ben. But as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you know what? Katie's got the chat. It means the chat is up and running. We so got hop the in chat there. Share up your thoughts. And running. I am looking at you guys. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about something? <laughs> oh, no, no you're, just, you're just like you fell, in, you fell for him. <laughs> uh, so, folks, we're going to be breaking down every episode this season of Riverdale. This, though, is our season premiere, and it's an unusual take. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a standalone episode uh, with a tribute to Luke Perry, who passed away last, last season. Uh, they kind of held off on addressing that until they could figure out a way to really do it. They're already in the midst of their season three climactic storyline, so it felt odd to try to tack on that into that season. Mm-hmm. So uh, the show made a decision to take some time, figure out how they wanted to pay tribute to Luke Perry, and so they held it off until the beginning of this season. So I think that's yeah. smart. I think they did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So much like uh, like an episode of Buffy, uh, The Body, or The West Wing, it's second season, the first episode, which were kind of like standalone, standalone episodes, kind of mm-hmm. outliers for the entire season. Uh, we're going to be treating this so like this as well. So there's not going to be any special segments or anything like that because it's uh, a tribute to Luke Perry. So right. don't worry. Next episode, when they kick back into the big season-long story arc, we will be back here with all our special segments and all that great fun stuff that you love to hear about the Riverdale After Show. So, of course. Before we break down everything in specifics, though, uh, Katie, you're new to the panel. Yes. So, well, in short, what do you love? What drives you crazy? Uh, what gets you excited every Wednesday to watch Riverdale? Oh, man. Um, I love Veronica, Girl Power, and, well, and um, Cheryl. Um Archie sometimes bugs me, but I feel like I can't really say that this episode. <laughs> um, you know, just how heroin he always is and uh, gung-ho for putting himself in danger. So it's a little ironic. Well, he always seems to make that. Whatever you think the dumbest possible move is to make in a moment, Archie will he typically bear of that. Yep. <laughs> I'll do the dumbest thing possible and then try to get myself out of it later. 
Uh, so Luke Perry, of course, played Fred Andrews, mm-hmm. Archie's father in the show. And, uh, you know, you can never get enough Luke Perry. He was, oh, he was no. He's one of the best characters, I think. It was. I mean, and it's one of those things to play the... The good dad. Because every other kid had parents that had, they were struggling with a variety of different issues. From Veronica having two parents that were trying to murder each other, to uh, (laughs) Jughead's dad, FP, who was dealing with his issues and his baggage, according to his mom, who came back from out of town, was trying to take over Riverdale. Right, dealing with the gangs. And then, yeah. of course, you got uh, Betty's, whose who's dad literally was killing people. A, ser- a, a, a literal serial killer. <laughs> yeah. But Fred Andrews, I mean, he stood apart. Yeah, he really did. He was um, a model parent, I think, yeah, on the show. And uh, in addition just to the character he played, just having Luke Perry on the show. I mean, everybody grew up probably watching him in 9 or 2 on 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, or remembers him most likely from that. Right. So everybody has that. They're bringing all those uh, emotions and uh, nostalgia to him when he all of a sudden signed on to be a, one of the uh, parents in Riverdale. Right, yeah. That I mean, already had a fan base and everything. I know now he's reaching to a different fan base, but also bringing that old fan base to a younger show. So, yeah. That was awesome. And I know he wasn't probably quite in as much last season as people would have liked, but he was also doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino film, so he was also tied up doing that as well. Yeah, he had other projects going on. Which, I mean, everybody... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everybody always had a kind of thing to say about Luke Perry. Yeah, they really did. I mean, even all the cast members, they always talk about how much of a stand-up guy he was and how he always took them under their wing and helped them with any little problem they had. Which I guess is the best thing that you can do. It's always uh, you know, try to bring people up behind you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so this episode, we finally we saw that at the end of last season that uh, – Archie uh, came back to see his dad, and he left him at and said, hey, I went. I was going to uh, Cherry Creek. So he was going to be gone doing this. And this kind of picks up shortly after uh, the finale of season three, mm-hmm. where we find out that uh, Fred has been hit by a uh, driver. Right. On the side of the road. Gosh. I mean, I feel like the way they went about this was really great for his character, though, because he always was kind of the... I feel like caring, or I wouldn't say most caring, but yeah, the most maybe like parent that didn't really have kind of a crazy issue going on with them, um, to have him, you know, pass away as such also like another like heroin act of saving someone's life. So I don't know. I, I, I think it was a really good way to kind of have his character leave the show. He's certainly the I think what makes it easier for a character like Fred Andrews is because he was such a good guy. And uh so when the real actor does pass away, it's easy to uh focus on the good stuff of that character as yeah. opposed to if it had been like a Hiram and Mark Consuelos had suddenly passed away unexpectedly. Tough to kind of all of a sudden do an episode where you're really saluting all the great things about a character that right. has been so despicable for so long. Yeah. So this uh I mean 
if if there's any sort of even small silver silver lining about this is that there it was very easy to do a, a tribute to both Fred Andrews and Luke Carey the uh, the, uh, the actor in one episode. I agree. Well, the the live chat's blowing up a little bit right now. Um, Mercenary X eighty four says Fred was the most normal character on the show, and that's saying a lot. Very true. <laughs> Um, Jazzy Jones says, I think they went about the right way because if they recast him, it would have been weird and won't feel right. I totally agree because I feel like that happens a lot with shows. Um, sometimes, you know, when Mm -hmm. a new season happens and they kind of just throw a new, um, actor in there and no one really talks about it, but just like keeps going on with the show. No, very true. And I felt like this at least had the helpfulness of having Molly Ringwald playing Mary Andrews, mm-hmm. who was living in Chicago, but would come back occasionally, and now Molly Ringwald's going to kind of take the the spot that Fred had in the show and be kind of a central figure for Archie going forward, which is nice. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So rather than have to worry about oh, do we recast Fred Andrews, mm-hmm. no, we can say goodbye to him and uh, bring in Mary and let her be that rock now for Archie. Right. Yeah, I think that was a great idea. Uh, but I mean, this whole episode is like, how do you say? Uh, goodbye to to a parent when when they're taken unexpectedly. Oh my god! I don't even honestly. I cried three times while watching this show. I don't know if you saw me, but I was shedding a couple tears. I had my head down. <laughs> I, was, I was looking away. Don't look at Katie because I, I would get a little misty like, eyed as well. I was like, don't look at me. Um, I'm fine. Oh uh, gosh, I, it's so hard. I and I I think it also. You know, I think the actors truly used their real raw emotions for a lot of this episode. Yes, because it was certainly unexpected for them, too, in real life mm-hmm. when Luke Perry unexpectedly passed away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was easy, to, I think, to funnel those feelings mm-hmm. into these portrayals on this episode. And it's, I mean, it, it is tough. When How do you wrestle with the fact that a parent who unexpectedly is taken away, you feel you may not have always done good by that parent, you never got to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. How do you let you know? How do you go on knowing that you never got a chance to let them know how much they meant to you? Yeah. Oh no. Gosh. I mean, you can already see how guilty Archie feels. I mean, he already says that he's ashamed and he doesn't feel like he was a great son, and that you know he didn't deserve his dad. So, I mean, how would you feel? It. Uh, yeah. It would not. It would not be easy. I mean, I think it all depends. Uh, on the relationship you have with your parent, if you're mm-hmm. if you're estranged, it might you know that either you're fine with it or you have those complex feelings of estrangement that you never took time to kind of mend those fences. Uh, and if you're close, you know it's just like losing a part of your part of your body. Right. Yeah. Losing the limb. Shot uh, to the heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we find that Archie though does <clears throat> learn about this and goes to Cherry Creek and immediately does not want his father to be staying in a strange place. Wants to get him home immediately as quick as they can. Uh, and we thank goodness Mary's there because she's able she's able to expedite oh, yeah. that. <laughs> oh, oh, she handled that quick, <laughs> like any mother does. We don't even know what she said, but she did not take no for an answer. <laughs> it took all of five seconds. <laughs> now, was this an episode that you were watching, knowing that it's going to be a tribute to Luke Perry and a farewell to Fred Andrews? Were you watching it though, waiting to see if wait are they going to? try to kind of tie it back into the mythology of the show? I was. I thought 
that maybe they would, but kind of as time went on and the minutes started to dwindle before the end of the show, I kind of realized that, no, they're just going to take this whole episode and just really pay tribute to Luke. For you, was that was that good? Were you frustrated? That's like, I, I, as much as I love all these characters... I also love the mythology of Riverdale, and if it's a new season, I want to get into what's going on. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I feel bad saying this, but I do wish they would have gotten into it a little bit. Katie, no! I mean, no, like, I know, I feel bad. (laughs) I feel, oh my god. Don't let it out! I mean, I feel just, you know, maybe a little bit something towards the end, to just to give us... A little bit of a, a little bit of a something. All no, right. how are you feeling? You're not feeling that way. You think it was maybe best they just kept it. Yeah, all on. Uh, I, I feel like just like do it with this. It's just interesting to see what a series can do when they're just dealing with a, not with the the extra layer of melodrama kind of later on the show. Yeah, but just dealing with a, a very human situation with right. real human emotions. How can they tell uh, a story about that? Right. There's no crazy twist, like every five seconds. <laughs> yes. I mean, the only thing that we have that really even alludes to larger stuff is at the, uh, and jumping ahead um, just for a second, when we see at the um, the cemetery, and they, they've they laid Fred to rest, and Betty goes over to her father's tombstone mm-hmm. and sees that it's been vandalized. Yeah. Uh, that's the only kind of uh, touchstone that we have to even a larger stuff of the, the Riverdale mythology. Right. I know. I mean, that was also sad, though, to, you know, to have her, as much as her father was not a great person, you know, that's still her dad. And I'm sure it was similar to when, you know, Archie lost his dad. She's, you know, probably lost a little bit of herself. And to see the grave vandalized and spray painted and, I don't know, it was hard. It was sad. I mean, that uh, it's certainly not one of my favorite things that they did with Hal and his character last season. The whole silence of the lambs kind of thing, and then the way he was just so quickly eliminated. Yeah, they so, did kind of get rid of him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it just never really made any sense. I think there was stuff to probably explore between uh, Betty and Hal that really never got a chance to really dive into and kind of bring to any sort of kind of resolution. Right, because they always talked about her having this deep side, and Hal would always say, you know, that's me, like that's... Like, me coming through you. And, yeah, I think there was a lot that um, definitely could have been explored. Yeah. Uh, to get back to earlier in the episode, though, when uh, Archie does go to Cherry Creek, though, he doesn't go alone. And that's uh, mm-hmm. in times of crisis. It's always knowing yeah, you can rely on friends to help you through it. Got your crew. Yes. <laughs> uh, Katie, for you, who would be your crew? Something goes down. Who are, the, who are the couple people that you know you immediately call? Oh, gosh. Probably my mom. Okay. Um <laughs> Maybe my sister and uh, a couple people that, you know, I have out here. Oh, very nice. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. What uh, about you? I've got nobody. Oh. oh. I've got nobody. <laughs> you got me, Frank. Uh, right. Oh. Ryan, I'm calling right. Ryan. Katie, I'm calling you, got, you. You got the fans of Riverdale. All right. Everybody <laughs> hop on a plane or uh, a yeah, large bus and come on over to L.A. and help me out. Uh, uh, before we break down more of the episode, though. Uh, speaking of all those great people that are in, in the chat, yeah, holy cow, folks! Thank you so much for for watching Riverdale uh, and joining us again for a whole new season of breaking down all the twists and turns that are going to be coming in the weeks to come. Uh, but of course, you know we 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 love having you here. We love uh, doing these things, talking about all these great shows. And it's not just us. There's so many new shows that are coming back here for the new TV season. So many great episodes of uh, AfterBuzz TV that are going to be breaking all these shows down. So. 
We thank you for joining for us on all of those. But we're also asking for just a, a tiny little bit of help. If you have the opportunity to like us on Facebook, uh, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to any of the YouTube channels there. And while you're there, leave a comment. Get involved in the conversation, whether it's a, a review on iTunes, a comment there on the YouTube channel, uh, or just hop in the live chat to share your thoughts. We greatly appreciate you uh, sharing your thoughts with us and helping us to, be, to become the ESPN of TV Talk. Yes, totally. And uh, while that was going down, Frank, you're getting some love oh. on the live chat. So, you know, you really do have the Riverdale fans out oh, there. Guys. External Shockwave 3 says, you got us, Frank. Uh, Aaron Pucote, you got me, Frank. Jazzy Jones says, we got you, Frank. All right. So just know you're not alone. You guys say that now, <laughs> but when I'm getting ready to dispose of a body and I'm reaching out to you, you better be there. You said you would be. <laughs> uh, so we do see uh, Archie brings uh, uh, Betty, Veronica, and Jughead with him to Cherry mm-hmm. Creek. And uh, we even see that Archie, is, as much as he wants to put on a brave face for everything, uh, when it comes time to identify the body, though, even then he's got to step aside and let Ar- Betty and Veronica do that for him. Yeah, that's honestly, Frank, when I shed a tear um, right away. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, I thought it was touching, though, that they stepped up for him and did that. Um, I would hope, if I couldn't go in and do it myself, that my friends would be there for me and do that. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all you can ask for, yeah. or something like that. And it's... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you're looking at the broad spectrum of everything that's happened, I mean, we've had the issues with Betty and her father, uh, serial killer now dead, and then we've mm-hmm. got uh, both of Veronica's parents in prison. In prison. And uh, then we've got FP, who's kind of turned his life around, become the sheriff. Yeah. But we've got his mom. Uh, she's fled uh, fled the, the, the town. Don't come back, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got Archie, who has lost one of his parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've all had tragedy of different varieties, but... Yeah. There's, I mean, there's something about this, I guess, when it is the, I, I guess, the death of a uh, of a loved, upstanding parent that kind of changes things a little bit as opposed to all the other drama that might be attached to the other Yeah, parents. it weighs on you a little bit more, I think. Yeah, because, you know, there was, like, not really a part of him where you're like, oh, yeah, like, I don't really like him right now. <laughs> like, he could just, like, leave. <laughs> yeah. And just the randomness of it, right? Where he just went, uh, he just stopped to help somebody on the side of the road change your tire. Yeah, uh, just a casual thing that a lot of people maybe would do. Would you stop anyone to help them? Yeah, that is interesting because they uh, they do have that debate where, or it's not even a debate, but Archie's point of view is that Fred helping this woman change her tire on the side of the road, which mm-hmm. led to him getting hit by a car, uh, while seen as an act of heroism because he saved that woman from getting hit. Uh, Archie sees it as senseless. Yeah, and I mean, I would, I would like to, you know, every I think everybody would like to think they play the part of the hero. Yeah, but I honestly, knowing that I really never, I've never actually changed a tire myself. Even though I think I probably could do it. You've never changed a tire. I never changed my I've tire. I've changed a tire, really? Frank. Oh, so I have a feeling that the answer for you is yes. I feel like, sadly, I think I might. I think in this day and age, I would think like, oh, they're going to have AAA, so I'm just going to mm. keep going. Yeah, probably in today's age. Uh, well, actually, I did get a flat tire once, and someone did pull over for me. Uh, a guy asked me if I needed help, but I did have AAA on the way. So nice. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, in most cases, in day, t- I mean, I I don't think I would stop to help someone change a tire. It also, I feel like you, sadly, the way the world is today, 
stopping to help somebody may not be construed as the best. I think everybody judges that person stopping like, wait, you some kind of creep? You can try to take advantage of the situation? Right, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like people are often like, I just don't want to get involved and I'm right. just going to keep driving. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oof, I know. We, uh, it's hard to say in this in society now. <laughs> but I guess Riverdale, a smaller town, uh, you know, Cherry Creek, not that far away. I'm right. sure a very small town as well. That you do stop if there's somebody in need of help. You definitely do. Yeah, I'm. I'm from. Um, my my mom lives in a small town, and I definitely think if there was anyone on the side of the road with the tire blown, they would stop. So, I think yeah, for the show purposes, I think it's very realistic. Uh, real quick, Kitty. In my head, I imagine changing a tire very easy. Is it very easy? It's hard. It's okay. very hard. I actually <laughs> changed my boyfriend's tire at the time, so. Let's just say who wore the pants there. Whoa! Um, <laughs> Holy cow! I did use a YouTube video though. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to YouTube. <laughs> so I'm assuming that you just made him hold the phone and then you just changed everything. Yeah. Play this video and I will change everything. Yeah. He he just um, not very good at taking direction or something. So I just <laughs> I, I'm very I'm very good at instructions and like knowing how like if I see it I can do it. So. Most of the time. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Look at him. So he just fell apart when his tire blew. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. And I was like, what do you mean? You can fix it yourself. <laughs> uh, so we do see, after Archie uh, meets Shannon Doherty, who comes mm-hmm. in for a little cameo, she is the woman that uh, uh, Fred Andrews stopped to help on the side of the road and saved her life from getting hit from a, a mm-hmm. reckless driver. Uh, they have a little scene there at the uh, scene of the accident. And uh, do a little prayer to say goodbye to Fred Andrews. Yeah. How nice was it to see Shannon Doherty show up? Oh, uh, this is the second time I cried. Um, <laughs> uh, it was it was great. I mean, well, not great for the situation, no. but I think um, it really, you know, put the pieces together and also gave Archie another. Oh gosh, I can't think of the word, but you know, um, just. Not thinking of the word. I'm blanking on the word, Frank. <laughs> um, a sense of like, you know, okay, like closure. A, closure. There it is. There yes. it is. There it is. We're already Frank's sinking got up. my back. There you go. Uh, <laughs> right to meet the woman who you know he saved his life or he gave his life for, basically, and then to you know have that conversation with her and basically forgive her. Do you think she was looking for forgiveness? No, no, no. But I think Archie needed that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, just to know that the the, the death was not in vain. He was doing something to help somebody. It wasn't just random or maybe like a drunk driver or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there is, I can understand where Archie's coming from. There is that selfishness part that uh, leaks in where why did he have to do that? Why was he being so stupid to help somebody else? Why didn't he just stay to his own? And even uh, Betty says, you know, that's not who he was. Right. And to be honest, that's not who Archie is either. So um, I think he's more like his dad than he realizes. But I, I, I do, I would think about the same thing if I was in that position and your parent, you know, sacrificed themselves for a stranger. I definitely would be like, why? Why her? She's random. Not even a part of the family. Like... You were talking about me the whole time. Like, why wouldn't you think about me in that moment? Like, your child or your family. So, yeah, I do totally understand where he's coming from. But, again, yeah, that's not who Fred Andrews was. Uh, Out of everybody that shared the screen with Luke Perry at 90210, 
Uh, were you happy that it was Shannon Doherty that kind of came in to, uh, to say goodbye to an old friend? Or is there somebody else from 902 and 0 you'd have been like, I rather would have seen this person in that role? Um, honestly, I don't really know any of the cast members. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch BH 902 and 0 when it came back? I have best? not watched it. Oh. Um, I know, who is it? James Vanderbeek? Isn't it? That's Dawson Creek. Oh, there we there go. go. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy Shannon was there. <laughs> All right. No, Jenny Garth. I would love Jenny Garth. But, oh, huh. wait. I do know Jenny Garth. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I prefer Shannon over Jenny. Okay. Yeah. All right. What about you? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess if you were, uh, you know, a big Brenda Dillon fan back in the day for 90210, you know exactly oh. what I'm talking about. Totally. Sure do. Totally. <laughs> I do. Would we have loved to see her there instead? Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> is that the same person? It is the same person. That was her character. But you knew Correct. that. Correct. Katie knew that. Well, yeah, there's no... I knew that. Yes. Uh, so Live after... <laughs> chat, don't judge me. <laughs> uh, we do find out, though, uh, at the diner, after they're talking about Fred and his selfless act and what should he have done it or not, mm-hmm. that FP calls. And says, oh, we found the person that hit your dad. Yes. And uh, FP, <laughs> I don't know, foolishly tells him the guy's name so he can easily find him in the phone book. Okay. Which, <laughs> Why? <laughs> which I did love. And I guess, again, it goes back to the small town nature of Cherry Creek, where mm-hmm. there is still going to be a standalone phone booth with a telephone book in there. All the addresses are correct. <laughs> yes. And there's just one George Augustine <laughs> right. in there. One. Yes. <laughs> So this going to what you were saying before where Archie will, you know, often do the dumbest thing possible mm-hmm. in, a, in any situation. He decides he's got to go and give this guy, yeah, he's going to pay him. Confront him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he does. Mm-hmm. And Archie just barges right in, punches the wall. Archie, Archie style. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then we find out the, the twist of this where it was yeah. not the, the George himself that hit Fred. It was his younger son who had taken the car without permission. Yeah. Doesn't even have his license, and he's the one that hit Fred. Jesus. I mean, it definitely put Archie back in, into perspective, but it is, oh, God. It just, I mean, it was the little twist Riverdale did need to add something a little bit extra to the show. Um, but, I I mean, it, gosh, I'm like lost for words. I think that it's noble for his dad to try and take blame yeah i mean because as archie says that's the same thing that his, his dad, dad would have done in that situation done. oh totally and i do like this kind of twist to it i think it helped to contain it all in one episode mm-hmm. as opposed to it being uh this gentleman was drunk or he was texting or something like that where all of a sudden it became would have become like a season-long story arc of archie trying to seek vengeance right upon the man that took his father and i'm glad that we didn't even try to make that something a thing yes yeah plot line a storyline yeah yeah they kept it very this is what happened unfortunately you know it was a young teenager archie's getting more closure and he's kind of accepting what happened and yeah he's just accepting of the death i guess now yeah i mean especially when archie could completely relate to that kid yeah yeah it's like and he even said yeah so that he took the car many times without asking yeah Yeah, and you know it could happen i guess to anyone a car accident uh yeah no it's true uh yeah well luckily yeah it took me a while to get in my first accident (laughs) So, because uh, I'm a great driver, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we do have them. Uh, they get the body and they load mm-hmm. it up in the Hertz, and they start making their way back to uh, Riverdale. 
Yeah. But we see an earlier scene, which is going to tie into what we're going to talk about in a moment, with uh, Cheryl and Tony talking to Mary Andrews. And I... Because you said you love Cheryl. I do love Cheryl. You love Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl is a character that I've actually grown to enjoy over the course of the, course of the, the three seasons and now starting our fourth. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the introduction of Tony and their relationship that really started to kind of at least ground it uh, did. Cheryl's it extremes to me. humanized her. Yes. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed having that because Cheryl, at the beginning, like the first season and a half, would just drive me bonkers. Oh, God. I loved it, though. Like, she's just so crazy. I loved it. I mean, she was going through a really awful death, uh, although for her, she didn't really have all the closure. So she was just kind of like a bat out of hell, like trying to figure everything out, I feel like. True. And that plays into why she stopped by to talk to Mary, where she doesn't want her or Archie to go through what she did when Jason passed away. Yeah. I mean, I think it was beautiful what she did for Archie and their family. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, what she ends up doing is that as they make their way back to Riverdale, FP stops them and wants to first give them a police escort because Fred deserves that. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, really touching. deserved. Yeah. And everyone had signs yeah. saying how much they loved him. All the main people were there, Pops, um, all the other teenagers. Jelly Bean Jelly was there, Bean, too. yeah. It's, uh, I feel like it's... The only character that could get that of the of the parents in the show, uh, because you know nobody, nobody's doing that for Hiram, yeah, uh, or, or no. Hermione. <laughs> it was uh, more like a farewell to prison parade, <laughs> like goodbye. Uh, even Alice, uh, you know, she's too cuckoo. Uh, she's so, a little crazy. Yeah. So I don't think anybody would be doing that for her. Uh, yeah, but uh, I thought that was another moment where I was like, Katie, don't look at me. Don't look at me, Katie. I'm getting oh, misty. Oh, you were crying. Oh. <laughs> a little misty. Get a little misty there. Oh. Oh. And I felt like, because I always see Pops there at mm-hmm. Pops Chocolate Shop, but then they also have the uh, the waitress right next to him that was you know, kind of holding her heart. I don't know if I've ever seen her. And maybe yeah, she's been in. I, and... I really didn't know who she was either. <laughs> I mean, I assume that she works there, but I was like, right. I don't think I've never, I've never seen you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, but I'm sure you and Fred have had... Great conversations. Great. <laughs> sure, she's waited on him. Gotten great tips by him. Absolutely, great tipper. Yeah. Great tipper. Um, Sierra Brown. Oh, sorry, that just popped up. Um, Sierra Brown said that Archie was going through these stages of grief, denial, anger. Um, Very true. More. I think there's five stages. Five stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah, bargaining uh, and uh-huh. ultimately acceptance. Yeah. So I definitely think we saw all of those happen this episode. Which is a good. I mean, and I, I don't think we're not going to go without the season without any mentions of Fred. Right. No. Definitely. All. I think you know it's still new and sensitive, and I think you know it definitely will be brought in from time to time. Uh, so we see Fred. Uh, we see uh, at Fred's funeral, Archie goes and gives a little, a uh, few words, say goodbye, talking about the great mm-hmm. fireworks uh, thing that they did in their backyard when he was a kid and it was raining. And it was so cute. It was. And then it's we end the like episode. Full circle. Yeah, we end the episode with little fireworks uh, in the backyard. Yeah. There's a little nod to him. And then Archie just goes in and looks at the uh, the car that he and Fred were working on. And that was our, our first real time that we get to see some clips of Luke Perry. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, he wasn't able to shoot anything. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we got a little face-to-face. Well, not really face-to-face, but some flashbacks. And it definitely was emotional. And Archie crying over that car was 
very emotional. That was the third time I cried yeah. um, to make it full circle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the episode ends just as we're pulling back with Archie kind of sobbing over the car, and then it just mm-hmm. kind of highlights a, uh, a nice little picture of uh, Fred and Archie. Yeah. And uh, then our touching little tribute to Luke Perry at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, all in all, I felt like if to say goodbye not only to a character but to uh, a beloved actor – I, I thought a really great episode of Riverdale. No, I agree. I think they did a, a great job with it. And it was definitely the right move to maybe not put in the Riverdale-ness of it. <laughs> Although I, I think I would maybe have loved it. But I think it was the right move. And just to bring up something real quick, um, External Shockwave 3 asks, um, Katie Frank, do you think Hiram paying for the funeral was an act of kindness? Or is there something behind it? Moving forward, you know, I'm I'm going to accept everybody's better angels in this episode, and see that as a kind gesture. Me too. I think it was. I first split second, I was like, mm, Hiram's shady, but then um, thinking about it, you know, they Hiram and Frank or Fred. Sorry, let's say your name, Frank. <laughs> um, go back a long time because mm-hmm. they both were also in high school back in the day in Riverdale. So yeah, I think it was just a very kind gesture, uh, and it was. Uh, nice to have that because we do get to see uh, Jughead's eulogy that he writes for the paper. Uh, and we get to see all the various different parents reacting to that who grew up with him since mm-hmm. high school, if not before, and get to see the reactions to reading the uh, the eulogy. And uh, I mean, to see Hermione breaking down. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, she loved him. Yeah. That was intense. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the one thing I do like, though, is, of course, when they first do get pulled back up to Riverdale uh, with Fred. After the whole big uh, welcome back parade, and they pull up to the house, and there's Mary there. But then we also have got uh, the Kellers. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got Josie and Kevin and the parents. Uh, <laughs> I get they say nothing. They say nothing. They're which, just there. <laughs> they're just there. Moral support. <laughs> which I feel like is what we always do with those characters. They just stand in the background. <laughs> uh, we say that they're important parts of the cast. <laughs> But they just stand there, and they do nothing. They're window dressing. They, yeah, yeah. Definitely this episode, I think so, just because, I mean, those characters didn't play a huge role with Fred throughout the seasons. I think they were um, some of the characters that interacted with him the least. So uh, I think they really kept it the main core. There uh, will always be, and you know, whether it's Luke Perry's schedule that just didn't permit this, but I was felt that a band, uh, storyline that never got explored was when FP, uh, Sheriff Keller, and Fred were going to all team up to clear Archie's name at the beginning of season three. And oh. that never never went anywhere. And yeah. I would like to, I would have loved to see the three of them kind of uh, going off on their own little side mission. We never got to see it. Yeah, kind of the parents yeah. doing something. <laughs> never got to see it, though. Uh, so that is how we said goodbye to not only Fred Andrews, but Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Riverdale continues. It does. And uh, we've got a whole season ahead of us. And it's going to be crazy, I bet. That, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to dive into everything, all of those speculations and predictions next week. But... To tide us over between now and then, we do have some news that Kitty has. We do have some news. After Buzz TV News. Ooh, so um, Lily actually tweeted while the show was airing that they had a dog on set while filming a lot of the scenes uh, for this episode. One, because Luke Perry really loved dogs and he was a true dog lover. And second, because I think it just really helped break up the scenes and just how intense everything was. So they had a cute little um, white labradoodle oh, running around nice. in between. 
And um, another news, uh, Lily Reinhardt is coming out with a book of poems. So, okay. all right. What, Frank? What? Okay, that's great. That's great. That's great. Now, um, it's called Swimming Lessons, and you can pre-order it now if you go to her Instagram. It's at Lily Reinhardt, and uh, the link is in her bio. But I assume it, you're going to be pre-ordering it. You, you know, I might just wait till it comes out. It comes out May twentieth, twenty twenty. So, um, why we wait? Will, we will see. <laughs> I want to see some excerpts first. Oh, okay. I want to see kind of what poetry she's got going on before I dive in and buy a book. What if it's poetry all about the making of hustlers? And then I maybe I would definitely buy that. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Okay, uh, moving on to our last thing, last news. Um, KJ Abba is starring in a new movie. It's called I Still Believe, and it he- hits theaters. Excuse me, uh, March twentieth, twenty twenty. Um, and it's just about a, a tr- it's a true story about a Christian music star and just his journey along the way of his music career and his life of love and loss. Um, and some big stars in the movie is Britt Robertson and Shania Twain. Got any Shania Twain fans? I love Shania Twain. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I will not be seeing that film. No? Not a, not a, not a fan? Well, you know, I, I, as much as I enjoy Riverdale, I feel like all the... And I'm happy for them to have the work. Uh, we've seen Cole Sprouse, KJ Apa having mm-hmm. another film before. Uh, the gentleman who plays Reggie, I forget his name, but he also just has a... Uh, Charles Melton. Charles Melton. The love of my the, life. Yeah, The Fault in Our Stars. We just <laughs> had him do that. Uh, I, but I, I just never never make the time to go see those films so yeah well i mean you don't always have i mean these are other projects if you're just a riverdale fan you're a riverdale fan but you know i think supporting them is great in anything sure. that they do there you go well, riverdale won't be forever no that's but true we, we hope so. uh, yeah let it let it go forever <laughs> but at the very least uh kitty will be able to bring in that book of poetry from lily and she can read us some experts right I can. Here. Yes. Coming out in May. <laughs> Can't wait. Have I, to wait a little bit. <laughs> hopefully, please come out before the season finale because I want Katie to read some of Lily's poetry on the last episode of the season. Hopefully she'll post some. Tweet at Lily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So, folks, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of, of a very, uh, very special episode, as they like to say back in the day, of Riverdale. As always, though, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thank you, everybody. For hopping in the chat, don't worry. If those of you who said you got my back, I will be reaching out to you. I've got <laughs> important things that I need help with. Uh, but if you want to stay in touch with either Katie or myself, even after the show's over, Katie, where's the best place to find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at KatieWalsky underscore. You follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, that's going to do it for the first episode of Riverdale. We've got a whole long season ahead of us, though, with lots of speculation, twists, turns, and crazy predictions. We'll be taking care of all that next time right here on AfterBuzz TV. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 